I'm Kristen Elizabeth, and welcome to the Evolving Mama podcast. This show holds space for you as we begin to uncover who we really are on our path to awakening. We are here to guide you back into your power and to discover your purpose in this lifetime. You will be inspired to reconnect to your higher self and tap into mind, body, and soul to find clarity, confidence, and joy. Join me and inspiring guests as we share evolution through career, motherhood, spirituality, manifestation, and co-creating the life of our dreams. My intention is that these expansive conversations act as a mirror where you begin to see a reflection of who you are and who you want to become. Now, together, we expand. And welcome to the Evolving Mama podcast. I'm your host, Kristen Elizabeth. And oh man, is the sun just like beating in the room right now. I am recording in my office and this sun is just giving me energy. In fact, I was digesting some content this week about how the sun truly as a star literally charges your body. So the more you can get in the sun, in the sun rays, listen, I live in the Chicago area. It is not warm, but when the sun is out, I almost want to be like a cat and just perch somewhere and let it, the light beams just hit my body because it really does charge you up. So in fact, speaking of the sun, we are approaching the U.S. holiday Thanksgiving. It is uh, November and our little family is actually heading to San Diego to spend a week there for the holiday. We really just wanted an opportunity. I know it's not going to be super hot beach weather there, but San Diego holds a special place in my heart. I lived there for a few years and I lived there when I started dating my now husband who was in Chicago when we started dating, hence the reason that I came back to this area. But I will tell you, it was definitely a tough decision at the time to figure out, you know, should we live in San Diego? Should he move there? Should I move back to the Chicago area? Obviously, what we did is is um, apparent because we're now in the Chicago area. But San Diego, and I haven't done my astrocartography, and I'm really interested in that. So if you know anybody who does astrocartography, send them my way. Basically, what astrocartography is, is they take your birth information and kind of map out areas of the world of this earth where you are connected. And I have no doubt I have a deep connection to San Diego. I am currently, uh, you know, maybe manifesting the opportunity to raise my children there um, and live there permanently. And part of manifestation is acting as if, right? So we get to go there, we're renting an Airbnb, and we will just spend the week really enjoying the sunshine, the ocean views, the fresh air, the palm trees. And everything that we love about the area. So 
You're here today because we are going to talk about radical responsibility. And I know that that really short phrase, honestly, could be maybe a little bit of a gut punch or come across negatively, but I am here to tell you that phrase, radical responsibility, is actually about stepping into your power, realizing your power, the power that you have in your life and over yourself. And seeing that it's November, I know a lot of people look at the calendar year and reset their goals moving into January, right? I will tell you that I think it's great, but you can start that process at any time. And so if you are planning on creating some goals and really aligning with your desires for 2024, now is the time to start doing some of that introspective work. And so I want to talk about taking radical responsibility for your life and offering up where to start if you feel like your life doesn't look like your desires today. So I want to share a little uh, quote or excerpt from one of Louise Hayes' book, The Power is Within You. This is an incredible book if you're just looking to really take a very simple look at your life and your upbringing and your experience and reconnect to that child within you and start to understand where your power lies, especially if you've had kind of a challenging experience growing up and really realizing that despite any challenges, you truly have the power. And even if you had a great upbringing, we all go through challenges in our life. And so I'm going to read this from the book. Louise says, again, Taking responsibility for creating our own experiences is not an idea that many of us want to accept all the time, perhaps just some of the time. It is so much easier to blame something outside of ourselves, yet our spiritual growth cannot occur until we recognize that there is little of value outside of us. Everything comes from within. I had an episode on trauma and moving past trauma and little t and big t trauma. But really what Louise Hay is saying is that no matter your circumstances, no matter your trials, your tribulations, what you've been through, what hurdles you feel like you're trying to overcome right now, all of the value all of the wisdom, all of the knowledge, all of the action, all of the motivation, all of that truly comes from within. So what I want to share with you today is how to start to to align with taking radical responsibility for your life by really evaluating different areas of your life and where to focus. So Part of taking radical responsibility is then taking action, right? Or that could be inaction, depending on the situation. But it can be very overwhelming for us to look at our life and say, I'm not happy. I'm not feeling joy. I'm not fulfilled. But where where do I start? 
where do I focus? Where do I make changes? I can't overhaul everything at once. I can't change my relationship with myself, my relationship with my spouse, the way I am as a mom, my physical appearance, where I live. Like you can't, you can't really tackle that all at once, right? It seems very overwhelming. So to move you from inaction to action, from not taking responsibility to finally just taking radical responsibility for your life and your human experience in this life, to move into a place of joy and happiness. And it doesn't mean that you're that all the time, but oh, you have more moments of that than not. So I want to talk today about the wheel of life. And so this is something that I introduce to my one-on-one clients and um, you know, really anybody that I work with. Before we start working together, I have them evaluate the wheel of life in their life. And really, this is just going to take the different parts of your life and put them into categories so you can begin to start to evaluate what that feels like in your life. So the wheel of life goes through the categories of your physical environment, your business and career, your finances, your health, your family and friends relationships, love and romance, personal growth, and fun and recreation. And I'm going to take a deep dive into each of these. But really, when you look at the Wheel of Life, and you could do a quick Google search and you could find you know, the Wheel of Life and a template and something to work from, but I'm also happy to help you. So please don't hesitate to DM me, email me. I would love to connect. But what you want to do is you want to really feel in to that category. And I want you to rate it a one to 10. I don't want you to overthink it. Whatever feeling or rating or number you see or feel or know or what comes through you, that is truly how you feel about that category of your life before your ego and your logical mind steps in to evaluate that for you. So the first one is physical environment. This is really all about your living situation. Are you living in a clean environment? Is it organized? Do you like your home decor? Does the vibe feel good? Is it the location you want to live in? So you start to think about your physical environment. Some examples could be maybe your home is just cluttered with stuff. It's disorganized. You open a closet door and it's just overwhelming because it's a complete mess. You're inundated with material things, too many things that are just cluttering your mind. This physical environment has an impact on your mind, your mind-body connection. It truly does. Maybe you live in a certain area of the world, but you really desire to live somewhere else. This is your physical environment. Maybe you don't appreciate the seasons or the snow and you want to live somewhere different. 
maybe you, you know, your home and the decor is a past version of yourself and it doesn't really feel comforting. It doesn't really feel comfortable. It doesn't necessarily align with your vibe. So really think about your physical environment. Are you walking into your bedroom closet and just feeling completely overwhelmed because of clutter? So I want you to think about that and rate that one to 10. Whatever comes up for you first, just take a note. If you're listening on your phone, you can open your notes app and just say wheel of life, physical environment, and put your number there. So really feel into that. Is this an area of your life that you want to explore taking responsibility for? Maybe you work from home and your office is not inspiring. It doesn't make you feel good spending all day in there. You know, for me, actually, so part of my physical environment is definitely being clean and lean and pretty organized. So I would consider we're not fully minimalist, but we are definitely a little bit more minimal. So when you look at my living space, it's not overly crowded. I don't have a lot of things hanging on the walls. I don't have shelves cluttered. In fact, we have a fireplace with a mantle. And the only time there's something on the mantle is Christmas because I do love Christmas decor. I don't really decorate for any other holiday, but that one brings me joy. So the second category of the wheel of life is business slash career. So is this career that you're in or the business that you're launching Are you finding purpose in it? Passion. Do you feel successful? Are you finding success? Do you have the opportunity to grow? Are you experiencing growth? Are you achieving goals? Are you achieving things that are important to you? And I get it. Not all of our work or jobs are going to be overly fulfilling, but in general, you have to kind of feel good about what you're doing. You know, I am in sales. I am a sales manager at a software company, but it's not just a software company. We sell environmental health and safety software. And the mission of that is to create a more sustainable world and bring people home safe every day from their jobs. So I can get behind that, right? So from that perspective, that part of my career is fulfilling. In addition to that, I'm a manager. So I lead a team of people and I love coaching. I love guiding people personally, professionally. So that's aligned. I also have the evolving mama and support women in their transformation and stepping into a life that they love, stepping into their divine power. 
that gives me so much purpose and passion. And so, you know, in some ways, if you aren't finding it in your quote unquote career, you can still provide to humanity, provide to the world, provide your services that make you feel good. So think about that scale rating, one to 10. Whatever you feel or hear or see, what number? One being really low, 10 being, this is, I feel amazing in this category. And go ahead and put that in your notes app if you're tracking. The next category is finances. So this is all about your income, right? How much money are you making? Your savings. Are you saving money? Do you feel good about the cushion you're creating for yourself or the possibility of what those savings could go towards? What you're trying to manifest? What does your debt look like? Are you making investments? Do you budget? Like, are you actually conscious of the money that's coming in and out? It's okay that it's going out, right? It's meant to be cyclical. The energy of money should flow. But what is your relationship with money? So really start to think about this. Your finances, do you feel good? Do you feel like what your income is is aligned with the value that you bring in your job, in your business, in your career? How does that feel to you? And then also because this is such a big thing that humans are kind of exploring right now is your relationship with money. A lot of people talk about you know, the money scarcity mindset. So perhaps you grew up like with your parents saying like money doesn't grow on trees or just always concerned about spending and, you know, money is really hard to make. It's really difficult to earn. It might be time to do the work and start to change your perspective on money. This is definitely an area that I need to continue to work on. I don't always have the best perspective on money and sometimes I'm very hesitant to spend or want to hold it very tight to my vest or, you know, um, you could have fear about the future and do you have enough savings to support you if the ceiling was to drop, right? So just getting really aligned with how you feel about money. And I've you know, been doing some work on this, but I have a lot more to do. But I had, I was doing a channeling session with my spirit guides and one of my guides came in and this was quite some time ago now, but they told me that, I wish I had this in front of me because I could, when, after I channel, I write it all down really quick because it does fade the details. But My guide basically told me that money is like air. Like it might as well just kind of be nothing. It's it's really more about this exchange of energy. 
And so we look at it as too much of a tangible thing, a paper thing, something to hold on to. But really, it's just the value of the energy you exchange for things. So really think about this from a 1 to 10. How do you feel about finances in your life? Is it time to take radical responsibility? Not in the sense of, I need to save more, I need to save more. But am I making the income that I desire? Am I making the income that is aligned with the value that I bring into the work that I do? What is my money mindset? So begin to explore that a little bit. The next category of the wheel of life is health. So this is really all-encompassing. This is mental health, physical health, emotional well-being. This is such a huge category of focus for a lot of people. I mean, post-pandemic, I think we all went through kind of an awakening of sorts, right? There's a bit of this exploration of mental health and how do I really feel? What do I really want? So what is your mental health like? Do you spend your days with anxiety, maybe even with panic? Are you depressed, you know, or are you happy and joyful most days? We all have our moments. Don't worry about perfection. We are not here to be perfectionists. And what about your physical health? You know, I know as women and a lot of times as moms, we can really deplete ourselves in a way where we're just not focusing on our own health. And we have desires to look a certain way physically. But really, I would look at physical health more as your energy. How do you feel every day? Do you feel good in your body? Do you have the energy that you need to get through your day, whether that's work, kids, whatever that looks like? Because if you have the energy and you feel good, typically your physique or the physical component will align. Where can you take radical responsibility? This is your body, your brain, your soul. You have the power. And emotional well-being. Emotions are amazing. It's part of the human experience. But emotional well-being to me is a little bit more about that self-confidence. Does something somebody else says or someone else's opinion trigger you? and knock you off your self-confidence pedestal in a way. I have definitely ebbed and flowed from an energetic perspective, a physical perspective, feeling good in my body. I'm in a pretty good place right now. Every time, to be honest with you, that I do Whole30, it's a bit of a reset. Um, You don't limit the amount of food that you eat. So I love Whole30 because it's really just getting back to super clean eating. And I know when I do that, I feel amazing. I drop a little bit of weight. 
but it's dedication, it's commitment. It's taking responsibility for myself and the way that I want to feel and the energy that I want to have. Is your mental health suffering and you're like, maybe I should get a therapist? Yes, you should. Do it. It's time. Step into the power. So when we think about our overall health, mental, physical, emotional, think about that. Scale of one to 10. How are you feeling? How would you rank that category of your life? All right, next is family and friends. This is all about connection, enjoyment, communication, love, support, your community, your tribe, but also boundaries with your family and friends, right? We all need boundaries. So, you know, I have definitely had a bit of an interesting, you know, connection with my family, depending on who that family member is and and things like that. But I have had to begin to establish some serious boundaries in my life. And that has been transitioning over the last 10 to 15 years for me. It's not something where I snapped my fingers and the boundaries were there, but just really setting the boundaries to protect myself and to honor myself. Are you honoring yourself when it comes to your family, your family relationships, the dynamic? Is it an ebb and a flow? Is it a give and take? (laughs) Also, your friends. It's beautiful. We have those friends that will take us through the end of time, right? Those close soul connections. But the truth is, is that we do evolve over time. And some of us who really begin to go introspective and listen to your soul calling, it might shift your path. And in some ways, the person that you were, it may look like that person has died in some way to your friends. Like, where did she go? She's not the same that's okay. Just make sure as you evolve and grow and change that you're seeking out those relationships and friendships that really align with who you are, who you're becoming, where you want to go. It's so important that we surround ourselves with expanders and people that are really You know, they're aligned with who we're becoming, that 2.0 version of ourselves. So seek that type of connection. Seek that type of tribe. But so family and friends, scale of 1 to 10, how do you feel about that? How would you rate that in your life? The love and support that you have, the boundaries that you have in place. Do you feel out of a, a connection? The next category is love and romance. So this is really about the love you feel in your life. And this can be self-love and or love from a romantic partner or both, right? So do you really love yourself? 
I think on the surface, I can say, you know, I definitely love myself and I am growing into loving myself so much more. But, you know, over the last year when I've connected and channeled and heard the guidance from my spirit team, a lot of the communication has been around self-love. It's time to truly love yourself. Do you feel the love for yourself just like radiating in your body? Can you feel yourself just hugging and holding your own self or the little child within you? Do you have that self-love? And how do you feel about romance in your life? So think about that on a scale of 1 to 10. What comes up for you? The next, and this is, I think, one of the biggest categories that I see for clients coming in, um, just because the nature of the work that I do with coaching uh, and helping women through transformation and a wide range of exploration to really just be happy in their life and feel fulfilled is personal growth. So this is all about developing your mind and your potential and doing activities that enhance your life, really beginning the realization of your dreams and aspirations, you know, really the opposite of feeling stagnant and unfulfilled. I have, I think, for most of my life, been a self-help junkie or personal growth junkie, as I would describe it. But I've just always been curious and I've always been a seeker. In fact, I look back, um, this was probably 15 years ago. I felt so inspired one day going on a walk. I lived in the city and I was walking near a park and this download just hit me and it was like, Kristen, you, you always want to seek to be better. How can you show up in the relationships that you have today in the best way possible? And I was seeking feedback and I actually sent an email to a group of people that were close to me, friends, family. And I basically just said, you know, I am really seeking to become and be the best version of myself and support the people in my life. And I just love to learn and grow and develop. And so I asked for feedback and it was really interesting. And I felt a pit in my stomach after I sent this email because in some ways I was embarrassed. In some ways I thought, oh gosh, like what if I hear things that I can't handle? Like, was this really necessary? You know, I, I just felt a lot of like negative emotions after sending it. And I remember explicitly like not getting any response from some people. And then I remember getting also responses that were basically like, here's how you haven't shown up for me or here's how I need you to change in order to for me to feel like this is the best family relationship or friend relationship. 
so that was a bit of a tangent, but I share that to say like I have definitely always been seeking personal growth and it doesn't stop. I swear I buy a new book every week, every other week. I Books are just such an incredible way to digest and grow and learn in an ex- inexpensive way, right? I am also next weekend... I am taking a an all-day workshop and training on EFT or tapping. This is something that I do use with my clients as well. And again, I it doesn't I don't require any um, you know, there's no requirements for me to do this. This is just me investing in my personal growth in ways that I want to expand my mind, my body, my soul, so that I can realize my dreams. So how do you feel about personal growth in your life? Rank this from 1 to 10. What's coming up for you? Have you been ignoring yourself? Do you feel stagnant? Or do you feel like you're in this flow of just like constantly trying to learn and grow, but you're actually taking the action? All right, so the last one is fun and recreation. And this is really simple, right? This is how much fun are you having in your life? This is actually an area where I struggle, admittedly. I can be very serious. And I think in reflecting, you know, in a lot of ways, I feel like I had to become an adult pretty quickly in my life. And I think that that experience really took me away from having fun because I felt like I needed to be serious. I felt like I needed to be responsible. My senses were heightened. I needed to be aware of danger or emotions that I needed to react to. Maybe you can relate. Maybe that resonates with you. But this is truly an area where I still struggle. I'm not always the person that is like laughing out loud and belly laughing. I'm not really being silly that often. You know, you think about being a mom and being with your kids and like letting the structure go, letting the seriousness and moving through tasks. I actually really struggle with letting go and having fun. And so this is an area for me where I'm focusing, but no matter what that looks like for you, you know, are you having fun in your life? Are you doing things that you enjoy that light you up? Are you laughing? You know, are you smiling? Are you being silly? These are things you really have to ask yourself. It's important. So When we think about this scale 1 to 10, how do you feel about fun and recreation in your life? What does that number look like for you? So those are the categories of the wheel of life. This is a really simple yet structured way for us to look at the different areas of our life that really create a complete picture and As you rate those, look at the ones that you ranked low 
or lower. And let that be your area of focus. Let that be the area where you put your energy and attention and say, wow, these few categories in my life don't feel good. But I am ready to take radical responsibility. No one else is going to fulfill these or bring these numbers up or make me feel better except for myself. And so take those categories and begin to align your goals. Beginning now to reflect on at the end of 2024. So take those categories and begin to find things that you can do to take action. Because part of taking responsibility is taking action. Nothing changes if we don't take action. Unless it's a particular category where you're open to receiving, right? Let's say you want to call in soulmate friends. So you want to be open to receive. But nobody is going to come save you. And I know that sounds dramatic, but if you are, you know, you're not happy with your current job or your career, no one's going to come save you except for yourself. You're not happy with your physical health. No one's going to change that for you except for you. You're not happy with your relationships, with your family or your friends. That's on you. You don't feel like you're growing in your life or fulfilled, expanding your mind. That's on you. But here is the beautiful thing. You have the power to change your life. You have the power to change your mind. You have the power to change the way that you feel. And it's time. It's time to take responsibility. It's time to put your foot down and say, I no longer choose to not feel really good in these categories in the wheel of life. Life is too short. I don't need anybody to come save me because I get to save myself. I am powerful. I am a change maker. I am here to make the most of my human experience. And here is what I want. I hope that this inspires you to evaluate your wheel of life, all of the categories, allow yourself to really start to figure out the areas where you can focus and make an impact on your life and just take one small step at a time to make an impact, to change your life, to change the way you feel, to show up as the version of yourself that you want to be and that you are meant to be. I know that you are amazing and you are meant to make an impact in this world. If you are listening to this podcast, trust me, you are here to expand. You're here to make a difference. 
you're here to impact the world. So I will set you on your path of exploration, of settling into the way that you feel about these categories, settling into where you want to focus, and creating your actions one small step at a time to begin to transform your life. I have confidence in you. And I'm so excited to hear about the transformations that you make, not only starting now, you can start right now, but as you reflect back on all the changes that you made throughout the rest of this year and into 2024. So my only ask is that if this resonated with you, if you feel inspired by this, if you know somebody who could use this message right now, that you know could live a beautiful life, but they're just not taking radical responsibility, share it with them. As you share this, you impact people. The greater the impact I have in sharing these messages and what comes through. And so you are on this mission with me to impact humanity, to impact the world, to up-level our consciousness, to make an impact on humans, on people, on moms who ultimately make such a huge impact to the next generation. Thank you so much for listening. I love you. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day or evening or morning whenever you're listening. And I will talk to you soon. Bye.